0: welcome to this week's episode of living free with rp today we have jp patterson he was just a pleasure to talk to we had so much in common and he had a really great positive outlook on how he handles dealing with rp so here is JP patterson's journey Tell everybody who you are and where you're from, and a little bit of your story.
1: All right. Uh, my name is JP. I'm 30 years old. I have a RP. Uh, my vision right now, the best way I describe it to people is it's 2400, which is a few lines above the big E. Um, I guess the other thing I should describe is that a lot of RP people have, you know, pretty extreme tunnel vision. Um, mine hasn't eaten away the role a lot. Uh, but I definitely have quite a bit reduced. Peripheral vision than um, say your average normal person. Um, I was diagnosed when I was 12 years old, 12 to 14, somewhere around there.
2: Nice. And how did you react to getting diagnosed? I think a-
1: uh, so. At the time, you know, we went to an optometrist to get uh, glasses, kind of deal. And I'd always kind of fought glasses because, you know, being a kid, and it's not the cool thing to do to wear glasses, especially. In that era of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and skateboards and EMXs and jumps and all that fun stuff.
2: <laughs>
1: right. Um, but it got to a point where the vision was bad enough that I wasn't able to see things on the whiteboard no matter where I was in the room. Um, so I finally kind of gave in and was like, yeah, let's go. And we did it. And they told us, you know, when you go see a retinal specialist, you may have a disease known as RP. Um, I do remember for sure they didn't tell us what RP was. And we just thought it was like, you know, maybe it's astigmatism or, you know, whatever.
2: Oh, you didn't know it was uh, a disease? So we went to a
1: retinal specialist, yeah. and, no, at the time, we had no idea what, okay. you know, what that meant. You know, we just thought it was, you know, yeah, know you get it corrected with a different type of lens, something special <laughs> or whatever. Okay. Um, and so we went to a retinal specialist, and they explained to us, like, yeah, no, you definitely have all the markers for RP. Um, I believe this was before they were doing a lot of the genetic testing stuff, because I didn't hear anything about genetic testing until much later. Um, and explained to, they explained to us what RP meant, and basically, you know, They weren't maybe as nice uh, as some people might be breaking it to a mother and her child for the first time. And they just were like, yeah, no, you're eventually going to go blind. you know, have a good day. Um, I remember leaving and like, I I have this very, very, very distinct memory and I can tell you like exactly where we were in the office. I can take you back to where we were standing. Um, And my mom signing the, like the paperwork on our way out of the office or whatever. And she was just crying. Um, And I was like, you know, it's fine, you know. We'll figure it out. It's not that big of a deal. You know, to hell with that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, and kind of ever since then, that's really been my motivation for not not showing her uh, me being affected by it, or slowing down, or or you know, any of the negative side effects that comes along with it.
0: And now, as far as you know, are you the only one in the family that has the condition?
2: Uh, so it's
1: kind of a weird thing. Um, no one in our family that we know of has any eye problems whatsoever. Um, you know, in, up to including RP, you know, a few people wear glasses, but that's kind of it. Uh, but very recently my sister actually got diagnosed with a retinal condition, uh, that they're saying isn't genetic. Um, uh, but we, I forget what the, the condition was. Basically she's getting blind spots in her retina. Um, so it's kind of a, a weird thing for my mom and I We were both like, that's really weird.
0: Oh yeah. I find it, I find it like interesting though, that like, you know, my mom was more crying because, you know, she feared I would get it because she had it. Mm. But, yeah. And here's your mom crying, but only because you know you got it, you have this, you know. Yeah. But but sharing that same emotion because they they don't both both don't want us to have it, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, m- moms, right? They they love us at, at our worst and our best kind of deal. Um, and that was, I have a two year old daughter and that was one of the like the really serious discussions. Um, I was seeing a research uh, geneticist for a while um, talking with him about that and be like, hey, we're looking at having a kid. Uh, my wife's in the medical industry, she's actually an ER nurse. And we're both very dry and you know, these are the facts. I, I, I'm sorry you have feelings about them, but these are the facts and this is what it is. And we both had a discussion of like, if this is a thing where they're like, yeah, it's a 75% shot, you're going to, you know, pass this on to your kid, then we need to have a discussion about do we have a kid? Um, and talking with the geneticist, he basically, he actually looked, he brought my mom in and saw her curbside um, and checked, looked in her eyes and was able to tell us that for sure, you know, it'd be like a, a one in a million shot that our daughter would would have it, which, you know, now we have her. And so far, she seems good. No.
0: Yeah, I think about the same thing with uh, my son, so but it's like a 50/50 really like my my sister is a carrier but I have it so i mean i mean it yeah. might skip a generation so it could skip him and then you know maybe he can pass it on to you know his kids but hopefully by then we'll have a cure but you're definitely right yeah. about doctors though cuz i remember uh, my doctor was dr pink and uh he was the one to diagnosed me and he diagnosed my mom and same thing hip yeah, just very very cut and dry you mm-hmm. know so like, hey
1: yeah we this- uh so my wife's because she's an ER nurse, I kinda joke that like I I got cheat codes when I go to the doctor, man. We it whether I'm being sick or it's eye stuff or anything, I walk in, point to her, and she knows the lingo that just you know, we breeze through the system. You know, whatever it is, we just breeze through it. Um and I've had amazing experiences with doctors. Aside from that one, um, you know, it was a it was a Kaiser hospital, so I you know, I give cut them a little slack that maybe they're not quite um, you know, up to par on all the best stuff or whatnot. Um but everywhere else we've been, it's been really, really cool. The doctors actually, you know, I, lo- I love talking to them. Um, I've gone to several uh, research, uh, what do they call it, you know, medical schools um, where the doctors are working with students. Um, and it's really cool to like talk to them because I feel they don't get a lot of chance to actually talk to the people the disease affects. They only learn it from the textbooks kind of deal. Right. Um, so that's been super fun.
0: So, what are the things? Uh... You know, what are some of your interests that have unfortunately changed due to your condition?
2: Um, the biggest
1: thing I've really like given up uh, is riding dirt bikes. I'm a, I'm a big desert guy. I grew up going to the desert, cars, you know, anything with a motor fast enough to do something stupid on, I'm in. And uh, the day I sold my dirt bike that I bought it was the first thing I ever financed. Um, you know, still in high school, first job, first thing I ever really bought that was mine. That was like a big ticket item. Um, and I sold it and it was, you know, that that was letting go of a family member to me. That was, that was a rough, rough day. Probably one of the roughest, you know, RP days, um, as you might call it. Oh, totally. (laughs) Everything else though, everything else though, I'm pretty, uh, you know, it slowed me down. It changes the way I do things, but we're still there. We're still, still doing crazy stuff. So
0: yeah, that's our, our whole job right now is just to show people that we can still do all the things you can do just, we have to do it differently. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, what are those things? What are some uh, I always like to ask? Like, what kind of questions that you get maybe from your friends or other people that that bother you about your vision? You know, like, oh, can you see this? Um, you know, whatever you know.
1: You know, I get. Um, it's weird for me. Uh, I'm a very, I'm a very open person when it comes to the vision, especially. Um, so, like, any question, even the the kind of. The jerky ones are, you know, the you know at night. Can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? Yes, I know you're flipping me off. No, I don't see it. I don't care. Right. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. I always, like, try to look at on the good side. Like, somebody's taking the time and the interest to actually learn about something about me. Um, so I, I try to see, the, like, the good side of that. And I'm all about, like, if you have questions or anything, sometimes I feel like, you know, a museum tour guide for RP. Um, but there's a little bit of a, it's like when you travel, right? I try to tell people, I used to travel a lot for work. Um, when you go to these places like in the Middle East or wherever where people don't tend don't have the means to travel out of their country you may be the only person they see you know in the RP case it's someone with RP or if you're an American in a Middle Eastern country like you may be the only American they'll ever meet and they're going to base their entire judgment of that group of people based on that one interaction with you and it's your job not to mess that up yeah Um. so that's kind of how I look at the RP thing right it's like most people will never meet someone else with RP. And it's like, this is my one shot to be like, look, th- this vi- vision stuff isn't black and white or vision or not vision. There's this whole area of gray where uh, all the truth really lies in kind of deal.
0: Definitely. Cause I would say it's people with RP are in a gray area. We're not, mm. we're not sighted, but we're not blind either. So right. we're like those kids at the lunchroom that had to hang out like, and that like that table together. Yep. Because yep. we were different than all the, we weren't the popular kids. We weren't popular, but we weren't, right. we weren't the nerds either. <laughs> well, yeah. we,
1: no, we were somewhere there in the middle for sure. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's really tough.
1: And, you it, know. and it, it's really weird. Cause I try to explain to people, you know, cause they're like, okay, this is your life. You've obviously made it work, whatever. I, again, I, you know, I'm a desert kid. I'm, I'm into cars and stuff like that. So the, the group of circles of people I hang out with are very much the, you know, the, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of people. Um, but I also like have to explain to them, like, you also got to understand that um, actually today talking to you is the first time I have ever talked to someone with RP oh, wow. in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, I mean, I, I've seen like, you know, Facebook posts or whatever, or maybe talk to someone on Reddit or whatever. But you're, you're definitely the first person um, voice wise I've ever talked to with RP. So I'd like try to explain to people like there's also a, a lot of loneliness that comes along with this because it's, you know, there's not a group of people I get to go hang out with on Saturday that have RP and we all just understand each other right
0: exactly yep totally i don't have like a yeah you know, there's well my mom i think is part of um like a group
2: mm-hmm.
0: Not, i don't think they all have rp but i think like are other like blind or whatever like similar i guess similar conditions or and stuff like that but sure she's definitely my mom has the same issue she's always looking for somebody like a pen pal or somebody that mm-hmm. she could you know talk to who you know exactly has the same condition and they can kind of just you know be little buddies and stuff like that. And so, yeah, cause we don't get that. Like, I mean, the first time I remember I met, I would, would say, I, you know, I take martial arts and one of our students was, uh, had, I think she had, um, ushers. Okay. So, and like, like you're saying, that was the first time I ever talked to somebody like interacted with somebody uh-huh. who, other than my mother, all these years that, you know, had the condition. It was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, and we could, you know, you can just sit there and share all your, you know, stories, and 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 unlike talking to somebody else who wouldn't understand, they you know, they totally get it, and it's cool.
1: Yeah, we uh we just recently we just got back from um, Baja, Mexico, actually doing the Baja One Thousand. Awesome. Um, and the team we were racing with, uh, we mentioned something about. So we have our own race team. Uh, it's called Ojo Snowboyo. Bueno. Uh, <laughs> nice. We were mentioning something. Yeah, we were mentioning something to our, uh, the team we were racing with. Uh they were like, you know, why is it Ojos oh, no bueno. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, he's blind, blah, blah, blah. It's all part of this, this uh charitable thing we're doing. Um, and my wife mentioned the disease name, and someone on the team was like, Oh my God, my dad had RP. You know, he's passed now, but my dad lived with us for the last 10 years, he had RP. And it was like, I, I had this moment of like, oh my God, that, that it's not just me. There really is like other people out <laughs> there. They're real, you know. Um, and then it went into a long conversation about how do you do this and how do you do this? And Yada, yada, yada. Um, so that was a super cool moment. It's like meeting Santa. Yeah, no, for he sure. He doesn't. It was, <laughs> yeah, and then they were laughing because they're like, how are, you, how are you out here? You know, like, we're, we're in Mexico. What are you doing down here? We're like, no, no, it's not slowing me down, man. We're doing this.
0: Well, I think, like, once you're, like, my brain, you know, I think all our brains, regardless of how our condition changes, um, we, we don't change as, as people. We're still right. like, if you're an athlete, if you were an athlete in your teens or whatever, before you got diagnosed, mm-hmm. that, that mentality is never going to change. You're just, you're, you're just going to be like, okay, how can I do still do this? You know? And right. that's it.
1: No. And that's the, the whole Baja thing in racing in Mexico. It's, you know, we've got a team of uh, probably eight to 10 people. Um, and I, I'm going to go be involved with off-road racing, regardless of my vision. I'll, I'll find a way. If that means I, I stand at the ticket counter and hand out tickets, whatever I'm, I'm going to be involved. Um, that's really my role has definitely changed into more of a logistics planning side of it, and making sure everyone's where they need to be when they need to be. Because that's all it's all done in your head, right? So in that space, I'm just as competitive as everyone else. You're part of the team. You're 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 still yeah. you're You're doing something. You're part of it. So right, absolutely.
0: Maybe you're not behind the wheel, but no, that's, there. my
1: wife drives. I'll co-drive with her. Um, our plan is to race the the twenty twenty one thousand Um and we're also going to do be doing a charitable um mission with that we're trying to bring basically glasses to a lot of people down in the peninsula that wouldn't be able to afford them nice
0: so uh, i have to ask this question because it's always it's Mm -hmm. always fun who wins in a fight you are the wet floor sign
1: the wet floor sign. I was uh, I was telling my wife about this in the, the name of the podcast, and she was like, "I don't get it." And I'm like, "You know, babe, how many times you walked in somewhere and that thing went flying across the floor?" <laughs> oh, I, I get it. I'm like, "Hey, you know, it's not the wet floor sign either, too, right?" It's the oh, the, the little plastic chair my daughter leaves on the floor. The, yeah. You know, yeah. The whatever, man. It's
0: whatever in that range. I mean, I've I've, yeah. I've killed the a many a, stre- a cone. I've killed the many of cones.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, I had a great. Uh, we were. We went to a an off road show um, that went rather late, and we're leaving. And one of my friends, who you know, he knew I was blind, whatever. And everyone knows that at night, like I'm, I'm really blind. I go from visually impaired to blind at night. And I, I normally hold on to someone's shoulder as we walk through the parking lot blind. Um, and he was like, you know, how bad is it really at night? You know, what can you not see? And as I'm explaining to it, I'm like, no, dude, like I really can't see anything. As I say that, I literally trip over a cone and just about catch the asphalt with my face.
0: Uh. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm with you on that. It's the same thing because I tell people, you think I'm visually impaired during the day? Wait till you see how I get at night. Oh yeah. So yeah, no, I totally no. I've killed many a cone. But yeah, so uh, I I was happy when I joined those Facebook groups to like learn that. Yeah, like the wet floor sign is everybody's nemesis. (laughs) Like it's not just mine. It's every we all. That's that's that's, like the big thing. I was like I thought that was hilarious. I'm like that's great, man. I thought I was the only one dealing with this stupid sign. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah no that was uh, actually when i reached out to you um i listened to the the two podcasts you have live now that was actually the really cool moment for me was like oh my god they, they have the same issue as i do and they have like a lot of the the tricks and stuff you guys talk about i was like oh yeah i do that i do that that's cool what what else are other people figured out that i haven't figured out Oh yet? yeah
0: well after when you hit your when you after how many times of say dropping something on the floor going to pick it up and slamming your head into a, a door that was open oh. or whatever you kind of begin to say you know maybe i should put my hands out yeah. So when I bend down, that yeah. if there is something there, I'm gonna catch it in time. So
1: the overhead cabinets in the kitchen; those are
0: yep, yeah, yep. Forget <laughs> to leave one open, and you'll you'll remember that you left it open very soon. <laughs> oh,
1: it's. Uh, um, I believe in. I don't remember if it was uh, in yours uh, or the other podcast. Um, you talk about leaving something somewhere, and somebody moves it. Oh, that's and it's not that where we left it is where it needs to be. Yeah. it's that's... that that that's where I left it and now it needs to be there the next time I come back.
0: Yeah. Cause that's, it's like my struggle. Well now, like you mentioned about cars and things like that. And, uh, and I still love, you know, I still love working on cars. So I, even though I can't drive, I still, you know, ha- I have a car that I work on and now that's that struggle. When I put down a wrench, I have to put a wrench somewhere and I have to go, okay, that's where I put that wrench. And that's okay. Yeah. That socket's right there and everything, whether or not it's even organized or whatever, uh, it's just there, and I need to know it's there. But if I knock into it and, I, and it rolls off somewhere or whatever happens, it's like I'm spending more time looking for that than oh, yeah. working on the car. So Oh,
1: yeah. No, it's the – so we've got the – we have our race car. I've got a 2,000-square-foot shop in my backyard that's basically a you know a full metal fab shop. We can pretty much build anything and everything you want out of metal. Um sweet. And I have lots of people come over uh, helping work on the race car or whatnot, and they're like, you know, what size is that? Uh, I don't know. The standard wrenches, third one from the bottom.
0: <laughs> i could can t- i can't tell you this but i can
1: tell you where it is yeah like i yeah i don't know sizes anymore people are like oh can you grab me a three-quarter and i just come back with four sockets so like i said three I quarter. i'm like yeah one of those is <laughs> yeah one of those is three-quarter
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah once again those are that's just finding a different way to do things so that's- do it it's just a lot more difficult <laughs> so do you currently use a cane or anything
1: um, I do not use a white cane yet. I probably should. Um, I'm sure once I trip over something and break my nose, I'll, I'll probably actually start doing it. But I'm I'm pretty uh, bullheaded, and yeah, we'll see. Uh, last time I went to a doctor, I got lectured by a nurse about how I should be using it, and it's like, yeah, come down to my shop and tell me you should use a white cane around the shop. It doesn't work in there. Uh, <laughs> but I did like uh, you're talking about the story of you going to the bar and being told um, you know you shouldn't be served anymore. Um, lots of people ask me questions like, you know, what's, what's your fear with the disease? Are you afraid of this or afraid of that? And it's, it's never what people think. It's, it's the social faux pas stuff. It's that stuff. That's like really anxiety ridden. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you explain to somebody like, yeah, no, we go out and I don't use public restrooms because I don't know how to get in and out of the dang things.
0: Right. I got to worry about, yeah, that's my thing. When I first go to a bar, I have to worry, I have to know where's the bathroom and can somebody get me there?
1: Yeah, no, and that's, uh, you know, in off-road racing, you do a thing called pre-running where you go on the course before you go and race the course. You can take notes and get it, you know, see what it is and all, my, all that stuff. And we always joke around because we go anywhere and I have I have to pre-run it. You know, I have to go go in, walk around, look, find where things are, then I can go sit down um, and actually do whatever it is we're doing.
0: Yeah, it's all patterns. RP is yeah. all patterns. RP is, I mean, uh, yeah. that's it. Just like if you know where everything is, you can make it – People will not even believe that
1: you're blind. Oh, no, absolutely. That's how many people like literally, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's similar for a lot of people with RP. It's, you know, one of the, the best statements or questions in the world when people are like, you know, they've known you for a while and they're like, I had no idea. You're like, yeah, no, I'm playing it good. I'm doing all right.
0: <laughs> do you do the tricks of putting your hand out with the handshake and all that?
1: Um, so I don't have the, the handshake. Um, my my vision down low, I can still see movement, and it's enough that like if you know you put your hand out, other people like tend to grab your hand for you, kind of deal. Yeah, right. Um, but there is the the like the tricks when you're walking, and you see that you know the, there's the the curb, and you're not really sure if that's a curb or if that's a a slope transition from the road into the grocery store you do the whole like take your hands out of your pockets thing and like kind of prepare to catch yourself <laughs>
0: getting ready for this I am <laughs> yeah
1: right like, uh, you know I've had lots of uh, you know you go and fall and people are like oh you didn't actually fall like oh lots of practice man lots of practice That's it.
0: I used to walk around the office with um kind of like when I was working I'd walk around the office with my hands kind of out to my sides a little bit almost yeah. kind of using yeah. them as canes yeah at normal looking like i'm just like hey i'm just whatever but like nobody knew that's what i'm doing but this is what i'm doing
1: no and i, I think uh I, i've got a very you know loud and you know some people call it funny some people call it annoying whatever you want to call it um personality um and a very very animating cartoonish and i think actually a lot of that comes from the rp and it, it's a way to cover up the you know you like a kid drag your hand on the on the wall as you walk down the wall kind of deal yep you know, I do a lot of that, like, kind of weird idiosyncrasy stuff. That everyone's just like, oh, yeah, JP's just a character, you know. And it's like, no, there's there's lots of meaning behind <laughs> a lot of what I do. There's, yeah. you know, um, I was actually, uh, when I was in Afghanistan as a contractor, um, a lot of the bases at night, you can't have any flashlights or anything like that for security reasons. Um, so I'm trying to walk to, like, the shower at night in a country that's just beyond dark. I mean, beyond dark. And I'd walk up and down, dragging my hand along these things called T walls, so I could count the amount of T walls until I knew how to turn right or how to turn left, and basically I could fully navigate with just my eyes closed, walking around the place. It was a, it was a trip.
0: That's wild. That's the things I need to learn. That's my, uh, I think my weakness is. Uh counting like yeah steps and counting like you know streets or whatever you know how many streets you pass or whatever like or knowing that she's like my mom knows like you know she can know streets and know where she's walking and i have another friend who's like a mile from me who has rp and uh we've gone out together for runs and stuff like that and it's like he knows his vision's worse than mine but he can he knows exactly where he is you know it, it's it's pretty wild
1: yeah no it's uh i mean I'm sure towards the end of, I've given up driving as well. Um, I'm sure most people with RP, as I heard you guys talk about, uh, the, the way you plan how to drive is kind of the same way, right? You know, if I make three rights, then I don't have to turn left at this intersection. You you know, you plan around all of that stuff. It's all like just rut memorization.
0: Oh, yeah. Your friends are like, hey, dude, you going at the bar tonight? You're like, wait a minute. How long are we staying now? All right, yeah. wait a Okay, it's going to be that late. Could somebody else pick me up? Because I really don't yeah. want to be driving home at night. Okay, well, yeah. nobody can get me. <sighs> all right, how am I going to get back? <sighs> hold on yeah okay if i go here all right yeah i could do it i don't want to but i'll go <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah no
1: that's uh that, that's one of the things that you know our, i'm sure your mom told you something similar when you were a kid it was something along something along the lines of show me your friends and i'll show you your future kind of deal um and, and part of this disease i've learned is really surrounding yourself with great people man totally
0: that's 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 my same mentality so you're a lot like me so that's cool that's yeah. My mom's always like, "You gotta learn this. You gotta have. You gotta know the bus route. You gotta know." So I go, "Mom, I know." Because I think she had an issue with her friends not always being there for her and so I go, "I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't. I'm fortunate to say that I, I have some really, uh, really awesome friends that, in a bind, if I need to get somewhere, I know that I can reach out to them. Even though I don't, I, I, I mean, as we all know, that um, everyone with RP probably feels like we're using, you know, people yeah. are, or, you know, we we hate being so like." dependence on other people sometimes but unfortunately that's that's what it is you know but if you have some cool people you know like you're saying it's you know you're, you're good you know
1: no and that's what the the, the real root of the whole ojo snow Boyna racing team because i'm the only person on the team with, that's visually impaired um so i was really trying to show like how much all of this is done standing on the shoulders of giants and really for me my giants are these people on this team they are my friends right you know i've got you know, I've got one friend that I've had since high school that we've gone to Mexico twice now where he's literally driven my truck for 48 hours straight, straight without sleeping Oof. with no issues. Yeah. You want to talk about friends driving you places. Um, <laughs> done some fun stuff.
0: Oh, man. I, I had a friend. I had a friend. Literally, like I just needed to get somewhere. And I remember my friend left like work where he was like, I would say he's probably like an, It was like probably an hour or so away from me and literally like drove all the way down, you know, to here to get me you know, an hour away. And then, then drove back to where I needed to be, which was like, I think 30 minutes, you know, 30 minutes, going back the same direction he just came from, you know, to go to this yeah. event, knowing he's just, he's like, well, I know how how much you like, you want to be there. And I, you know, I'm like, I'm, so those are the people that, yeah, you want to keep by. Yeah,
1: no, that was, uh, I got, you know, I grew up in San Diego. Um, so a lot of my friends are still down there in San Diego. Um, and getting from here to there is an issue, right? You know, asking someone to ride to the grocery store is not that big of a deal. <laughs> but, hey, can you drive me three and a half hours to get to San Diego? It's no. a little much. Yeah, it's a little too much. Um, <laughs> and to go to go do the Baja 400 with them, um, they wanted me to go help them pit with BF Goodrich, actually. Uh, the only way I could figure out how to do it was I, I got to ride a train for the first time uh, roughly six months ago. And that was a, a whole nother experience riding the, uh, the Pacific Surf, Surfliner Amtrak um, all the way down to San Diego. Oh wow!
0: Now, do you find that like now or now Do you still use a cell phone and all that? I'm assuming
1: you still use you able to use a smartphone and all that. Yeah, I've got a. I'm an Android phone. Um, I'm like pretty rough up against the limits of like how big the text because you know it only lets you go so big with the text and all that. Um, but right now, it works. Uh, text messages and phone calling. Your phone calls work work fine. That's uh, you probably use that fully blind. I, um, the text messages, every, everyone jokes around because you got to have the JP decoder on when you're reading my text messages because I, <laughs> I mess up the, yeah, the letters so bad. See, I find it interesting.
0: This is what I find, like, and what I'm loving so far about this podcast is that we're fi- I'm finding out that so ma- there's so many different versions of RP. They're, they're just so, mm. like, you know, it's like I'm, I'm, I've been taking vitamin A since I was probably a teenager, which it has to prove that it's working because I just, I'm 38, and i just went to the eye doctor a regular eye doctor and you know she showed me like she could show me a picture you know with my with where my rp was and it's just all around mm-hmm. my central vision but it my central vision is good it's 2025 it's not that bad she's like for someone oh, really? for being you know where i'm at i mean i got some cataracts and stuff like mm-hmm. that that kind of mess up a little bit of that vision and stuff like that but I'm I'm pretty fortunate to say that you know like yes like I'm you know visually impaired and all that but my what vision I the vision I have is good <laughs> like you know I like, I only have to usually use glasses for like if I'm gonna play video games or watch a movie or or whatever like just distance oh, okay. stuff so so but it's interesting you know you got diagnosed like twelve to fourteen and now you're thirty and yours is probably it sounds like. Maybe not worse than mine, but it sounds like because you got see so you have the peripheral, which I really don't necessarily have. So, right. So it's like it's there's just so the spectrum is wild. Like I don't need to enlarge my phone. Like my I can use a smartphone normal. Like I don't yeah. I don't need to in, increase the text. I mean sometimes I'll zoom depending on how small things. But I'm, if it's a regular just regular stuff, I'm I'm good. I can read the screen. I can read I can read text. I'm usually good about sending texts. I don't need to use like voice features yet or any of that stuff. So. It's just weird how like, it's cool, like hearing so many different peoples, you know, you know what yeah, they're doing no,
1: with. It's very wild because the, the textbook definition when they talk about it is, you know, like you, you have poor night vision. You can't see the stars at night. Your peripheral vision goes away. And then after that, your center vision goes away. But that's that's not the case at all. Like It's it totally runs a gambit.
0: Well, also, our brain is tricking us. Not, uh, not intentionally. But oh,
1: yeah. No, it's a survival tag. From what it I totally understand is though. that
0: they can't like the brain, like the, the eyes only have, you know, these two signals and there's a gap in that that line. And the brain says, all right, well, I'll just kind of fill that in. Yep. So you're what you think you're seeing yep. is not
1: real. Oh, no, I, I try to explain that to people all the time, and I'm like, you know, the human brain and mind is this incredible uh-huh. machine yep. that will normalize any situation you give it. And you, you see that not just in vision, but in, in people that live through traumatic experiences and stuff. And, you know, you talk about people that have traumatic experiences that go on for years and people are like, well, how could you do that? How could you live in that environment? It's like you, you don't understand the power the human brain has to just normalize things. Yep. And that's what our vision does. Right. Hey, how many times you grabbed for something that you for sure saw was there that wasn't there? Yep. Yeah, all the
0: time, or like I said, you have days where you walk, you like you go to walk and you, you see the doorway, but then you still mm-hmm. walk into it. Yep, because you didn't Every realize time. that you're actually kind of shifted a little bit to the right. Like you're you're equal, you're a little off there, and you didn't. But you, mm-hmm. it's so 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 just minute that your brain just kind of just corrected that in your head. So you're like, oh, I look, oh this looks good. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I, uh, I really had the. To... Like a, a moment where that was like really real. Um, I, I had this idea one day, um, and I know there's a, a medical company out there that makes this thing. Um, but I was reading an article about them doing the implants in the brainstem, where they're trying to put, you know, visual visions or a video feed right into the brainstem, essentially skipping the whole ocular nerve and all that fun stuff. Um, and I'm a Star Trek geek. I'm a super nerd. I'm like, you know, one day people talk about like, oh, you get your eyes fixed. I'm like, you know, I'm greedy. I don't want my eyes fixed. I want to be Geordi from Star Trek. I want to have my vision back and then i want to have the ability to see like all the other different types of rays and spectrums and <laughs> you know all that fun stuff right and and you're a mechanic right how convenient would it be if you could take a pair of sunglasses off and shove it down in an engine bay and look behind the block while you're working on oh, it that'd be awesome yeah right? like, i just feel like I oh, just taps the
0: side of my glasses or something and it gives me like this like super like you know vision or something like, yeah yeah just that'd be right that'd be wicked
1: now I, I don't have the means to make any of this, but you know, um I definitely have used VR goggles. I have a VR goggle set up for gaming and I've noticed in that that uh, I can see not better, but things make more sense. Um, so in some ways it's gotta be better. And I started thinking about the whole Samsung Gear VR thing where you clip your phone into the thing. So now yeah. I've got a setup where I use the Samsung Gear VR, I clip my phone into it and I have a camera pass through and the camera like normalizes lighting and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I assume you can't see in shadows real well. Right. Yes. Right. So it fixes all of that. So all of a sudden, there's all this detail in the world that wasn't there. And watching it through the the Gear VR and taking it on and off, it, like, really messes with your brain because you can see where your brain's auto-filling in. Because then you take it off and you really don't see in the shadows. You're like, oh, wow, that was what my brain was filling in, that there was all this stuff in there. Uh, Plus, I use it for a bunch of other cool stuff. It's You know, I can make it magnify things and stuff like that. I actually use it on the mill down in my shop so I can run the mill. So it's actually interesting you say
0: that because actually I find if I use at night, if I use my cell phone, I can see better. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at my cell yeah. phone using my cell phone camera and I just use that, yep. I can see so much like where to me it's like pitch black basically almost. But if yeah. I look into the cell phone, it's like, oh, wow, there's, I can see everything. So yeah, it, no, it, it's that amazing. whole
1: backlit screen, it, it makes you really, like, have that moment of, like, is this what everyone else is it, this yeah, this what God. Yeah, is this what I've yeah. been
0: missing out on? Yeah. But the yeah. funny thing is I find I used VR over at my friend's house uh, on the PlayStation, and I mm-hmm. found that it exploited every, it magnified how bad my vision was. I was able to oh, notice really? more of the blind spot, Like, the blind spots I know I have, it's like I really noticed them in vr
1: that's funny like i had to so look around everybody... like i'm
0: looking around like i would i really had to scan like in vr and i'm like oh my god is this re- is this really how bad my vision really is
1: and i just don't know because my brain is compensating for that you know <laughs> yeah everybody that comes over and sees me use the headset thing is like they're kind of blown away by because i've got a weird rig set up where i've got like a wide angle in screwed into my phone to make the the, the zoom in and out Effect not look so messed up in the in the goggles, and everybody wants to try it. Of course, um and I'll give it to them, and they put it on. They're like, "Oh my god, this looks so terrible!" Then they have that moment of, "Oh god, this helps you. Your vision's so bad that this is amazing to you and life changing to you." Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's how bad my regular vision is, guys.
0: I want to try that. I would like to try like that at least, maybe like putting the cell phone into like yeah, like here, like a headset or something, just because this that I see fine and like if I look at the cell phone, it's fine. So maybe I don't know how that would work if I had that in front of my eyes, and I was using kind of that to see.
1: Yeah, I've done it. I've done it in the car, um, in the passenger seat with my wife driving at night just because I was curious of how how much the world looks different because, you know, you can't see at night. And then my my eyes, I'm sure, like a lot of RP people, are, they're super light sensitive, right? So any lights, whether it's street lights or headlights or whatever, is like might as well be the surface of the sun on the street. Um, and how much that, like, fixes all of that, is really, like, mind-blowing. It's like, oh, God, this is, yeah, this no, is I'm I'm definitely blind at night.
0: Now, when, you, when you did drive, did you ever have to, like, when a car would come, did you, like, then move your eyes over to, like, the white line?
1: Uh, I did the, I always drove trucks, which is very beneficial. Um, oh, okay. Be on you on tend to be higher. Yeah. Um, but I always do the, the whole, you know, one, the hand on the steering wheel and use your hand to block the lights. Oh, kind of, okay. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff.
0: I drove by the, I used to always drive by the breakdown lane. That was it. If a car was coming and it's lights were like super bright. I, there would be a moment where I just kind of just stare at you guy Just use yep. that white line. Or if it was like really yep. raining, really bad. And you know, that's like the, it was just, that was yeah. worse too. It was dark and it was rainy. it would be like, that'd be it. I would be literally driving home using just that.
1: Yeah. No. It, yeah. There was a few. So I drove, um, you know, for better, for worse, whatever you want to judge it. Uh, well past the 2200 legally blind mark. I have a immaculate driving record. Never got an accident. Never got a ticket. Nothing. Um, but I had lots of tricks for driving, and people kind of always like, "How in the heck are you doing this when you can't read large print books?" It's like, "Yeah, but I can see a car, guys. I can see people. <laughs> I can see movement. Like that's." Yeah. Um, and you touched on it. Uh, I I try to explain this to people because people don't. You know, when you don't live in this world, you don't under you don't see all the rules everybody just takes it for granted they're just walking down the street you walk down the sidewalk whatever and they don't understand like how much chaos pedestrian traffic is versus car traffic like car traffic is neat and orderly yep. compared to pedestrian traffic yep.
2: right
1: how do
0: you still drive how are you like because it's different like even right now like i had to drive my car because i the brakes were shot and i was like i really didn't want my friends to drive it and, and we just moved literally less than a mile away and and i knew the route and i'm like I'm going to drive. Just someone get in the passenger seat. You can be my, you know, my extra set of eyes and no problem at all. That's like, because I know exactly where to go. It's the same. Yep. It's that there's exactly, there's more of that comfort of there's rules here. Like only thing I really have to worry about is pedestrians who are crossing the street. And that's yep. the reason why I stopped driving it was not because I could not drive it anymore. It's because I can't predict that person walking on the street and I slant, I kill them and that's it.
1: And now I'm living, yep. now I'm living with that the rest of my life. So that's no, and that okay. th- that's totally what ended it ended it for me as well, right? It wasn't you know, I, I felt I could handle the car on the road no problem, you know. I, I grew up doing sweet donuts in the dirt and all that fun stuff. I can handle the dynamics of a vehicle. It was the pedestrians that were unpredictable, that was you know, I'm, I'm not dealing with that
0: anymore. You're throwing the wrench. Yeah, there's that wrench in there. That's when I, like, same thing yep. with running, when I used to be doing, uh, I went to the first time in, like, 2014, I remember, going outside for a run with my friend, and we just, with all the all of a sudden, I was like, man, I can't keep up with these curbs. I can't keep up with the fire hydrants. These things, it feels like yeah. they're coming at me, like, quicker than I can really anticipate them. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> I'm like, I can't yeah. run by myself really anymore. Yeah.
1: No, and I tried to explain to people, I'm like, your, your brain has, you know, 100 units of processing power that it can use at any given time. Anything you can do for us to offload that processing power where I'm not having to panic and scan everything and find everything. So, it's, you know, talking about memorizing the route where you're driving, right? Like, yeah. As soon as we made that left turn that I had never been down that street, all of a sudden 100 units of those processing power is being used up, and now I'm panicking. Yep. Right?
0: Totally. Well, it's like when I used to, yeah, even towards the end of my you know, driving career, like uh, I used to have to come in, in the morning when it was like dark in the morning. That's how early it was coming uh-huh. in. And I would still be able to find my parking spot, not because I could see the numbers on the ground, only because I knew the exact angle of my parking space Yep. yep. and how it felt, like how that motion felt. Like, I could tell if yep. I went too far over, I'd be like, oh, no, no, this isn't the right spot because my car is facing this building. And I know it doesn't yep. normally face this building. Let me move one over. I must be, I must be one over.
2: Or,
1: or you have the, you know, things that people take for granted, right? The, you go into an intersection and you're in a two lane road turning into a three lane road or whatever. And you know exactly how much you need to turn the wheel so that you fade out to the outside line. Yeah.
2: Right. You get
1: that lane. Exactly. Right. Right. Every time. And that's, that's part of faking it.
0: Or, or I think I, I would, I would, like I said, I would, as I, if I was taking that left and it was going into two lanes like that to make sure I wasn't gonna come on hit the dude next to me, I would, yeah, I would focus my r- r- right, I would look towards like that breakdown lane. So I'd say, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm steering into the breakdown lane. This way I know yep. that I'm gonna be on the right side of the road when I, when I turn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, how many times can I get lucky? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's it how many times can i get yep. lucky <laughs> i don't want that anymore it's like I, i've told people like i could probably technically still be working right now if i never stopped driving or never left my job and i because i could technically still do the things i was doing at my old job but it the the, the work environment i can't predict you know tripping on people people yeah. putting stuff on the ground and all that stuff those things don't seem that bad to a, you know a normal person but to you and i that's, oh my God, I'm going to face plant That's, into this, like whatever. And now I got a concussion and now I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm out of work for whatever, because just because someone decided they put a box on the ground for a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We, uh, in my last, last job before I stopped working, um, you know, I, I had that exact scenario, but times 11, I, I was a lead of a structural test laboratory for Virgin Galactic, you know, we are building spaceships. Oh, wow. Um, and a, a test laboratory is sort of like a rapid prototyping environment, and it is it is move fast and get it done. Um, you know, it's a test. We don't care if it's pretty because we're going to build this thing, test it, tear it down, get it out the door. Okay. Um, and it, it was like that. I mean, you're talking big 480 three-phase power, you know, one-inch thick power cables all over the ground and oh. strain gauge cables and hydraulic lines and you know everything in that building is just dangerous all so detailed, that's, all, there, that's all
0: detailed stuff that stuff you like yeah you know, your vision really gotta work hard for that
1: yeah and that was uh you know it's in a, a leadership role there and one of the big things actually to me um you know I can memorize everything and because of my vision and everyone in the lab was super super cool about it um, they knew that, and part of that was basically we ran a very tidy lab. Um you know, you put linebackers over lines, you you make it extra safe because everybody knows JP's walking around. But on the flip side of that, um you know we get to blame it on me, which is great because I'm in the leadership position, but it now is safer for everyone. Um, that makes sense. the part that re- the part that really got to me was I have to read like test plans and approve test plans and make sure people are doing the tests correctly and all that stuff. And these tests are you know they're no joke. They're making sure these vehicles are safe to to go to space travel. This isn't, you know, we don't pull over on the side of the road when there's a problem
2: with this no, vehicle. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> so that was really what came to me was like I can't read the test plans even with the magnifiers and the scanning them on the computer and using the monitor. Like it got to the point where I just like crazy headaches every day trying to f- rack my brain to figure out how to read all these test plans and get it right.
0: That's uh, yeah, that and that and like you said, that that's a little more uh, extreme than uh, working in an office or or whatever like you know yeah. like you're dealing with some, some crazy stuff
1: yeah we got you know liquid nitrogen all over the lab yeah, yeah, and not, yeah. tables and yeah it was bunsen like,
0: burners and plutonium no
1: yeah. no <laughs> and that was all all, all all that kind of cool stuff but it was funny because um we had a discussion with uh basically the safety department um involving my vision and they were like you know we got to figure out way you know things to make things safe and all this and that and i kind of was like point blank like look i get it you're you're trying to look out for me but to be completely frank, we have the best safety record of the entire company, so I don't know why this is an issue. You know, we've obviously made this work for the last five years. Um, that was, that was kind of how we left it at that and how we kept going. So,
0: I mean, I, yeah, I, I was wish, my, my work did the same thing. They were like, oh, if you stick around, you know, we'll try to make things safer. But I just, I'm like, how are you going to get everybody in this office on the same page? Yeah. And plus, I just didn't, I, then, it make, then I kind of feel in a way that I'm being singled out in a way because i'm the only person there with a visual impairment so it's like okay can everybody just try to you know keep things off the floor there because mike's around like you know it's like as much as i like oh i'm glad you know you know maybe this this place will be a little more tidy and it should be but i i don't necessarily want to be like oh it's well mike's the reason why we have to do this
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's like okay no for sure and i like i can't stress enough how much that company really tried to bend over backwards for me but it was uh I think honestly, it was well past the time for me to not be doing it, and I wasn't being honest with myself. Oh, of course, Um, I going to be able to continue. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's you know, you want to continue working because I'm that that kind of person. This whole not working thing, I'm I'm still not sure how I'm how I'm going to make this work long term. I don't like Um, it. I'm with you. Yeah, the the answer (laughs) answer is I can't. It's a different. It's a different different mindset.
0: So different feeling. Like how many? Like for me, I don't know what you do, but I'm like I'm pretty much a stay at home dad, and it's like how many times can you clean? How many times yeah. can you do this? Like, you're, it's like you're just home. to. There's no, at least when you worked and there was that routine, just like we always said, RP, we're used to routines. Yep. And yep. It, we love that. And it's like, we felt we were doing something we're, we're, we're part of something. Now it's like, okay, I went from this and now I'm, I get it. I'd say, oh, yeah, that's oh, awesome. And that's, and, and that in itself is, it's not, obviously that's not a job. Um, but we like to, we like to, I don't know. We like to feel like we're doing something, you know, a little more than just.
1: No, this that's totally it. Right. That's the people that, that love it and they want that lifestyle. You know, that's fantastic. My hat's off to you. You're, you're a bigger man than I. Um, but I, I went from a world where I dealt with x-ray scanning machines, traveled the country, the world, the middle East. I mean, I've been to every state, but four. um, you know, I flew on Monday and flew back home Friday every week. Then I went to Afghanistan, did a year there, same deal, you know, x-ray machines in a war zone, all this fun stuff. And, came back and built spaceships and like all this like you know crazy adventurous stuff to to hear was a hard turn left oh
0: definitely that sounds like it he's like you have like a superhero to like you know you were superman but now you're just carcane
1: yeah, oh no that's what it felt felt like man right? now it's you're totally just like, what, <laughs> what what happened
0: you were one of them you were you were an avenger but
2: yeah, then right? they were like
0: we don't need you anymore yeah, you're good. No, you're good. You can stay we're home. Done. No, you can stay home. We're good. Yeah, we don't. We're gonna be. We're gonna go off and battle planet. Do you know battle bad guys in these planets and stuff? It's gonna be awesome. But um, yeah, you no, know, you're no. We don't need an extra guy. You just stay home. Yeah, you got a two year old to worry
1: about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, guys, guys.
1: <laughs> God, all those jobs were easy compared to the two year old. Yeah, That's you know <laughs> what?
0: I, you know what? I I I say the same thing. I'm like, you know what? Now that I am more like now I'm a full time stay at home dad. I'm like this is a lot harder than <laughs> this is a lot oh harder than like when I was just, you know, working that, you know, Monday, Friday, Friday, you know, thing. It's like, because there at least like there's a break in a way. Like you're like, okay, people left me alone. I got yep. to be in a cubicle and I did my job and, and my boss was cool. So this is good, but now you're doing, I'm dealing with like a seven year old and, and that. He doesn't quit. I can't just be like, can you just not do that? Can you stop? Like, no, it doesn't matter.
1: one
0: minute. Daddy just needs one minute. Yeah, Yeah. dad just needs a
2: second.
1: You know, they don't, they don't, it's like, nope no so no i mean how many times were you in your cubicle doing your work and as you went to the bathroom and somebody came in and just poured flour all over your desk and, you know, dumped <laughs> a, like, you're like i just why did i oh okay okay all right you know it's not like you cleaned
0: your cubicle and then you left and got back and then someone's already messing it up you're like i just cleaned right. it i just cleaned yeah. my cubicle
1: like <laughs> that doesn't happen <laughs> this, this, Some somebody told me once it's like shoveling snow in a snowstorm and i'm like oh my god that's that's it, it. yes that, that's, that's it. yeah
0: yeah like you, you, and the whole time you're asking yourself, I, why am I even doing this? Yeah, why do I try? Why am I even vacuuming this floor? Because I'm gonna be vacuuming it tomorrow. Oh yeah, I could just not vacuum it right now and just vacuum it tomorrow. <laughs> yep. And let's not to, let's not to mention how difficult cleaning and snow blowing and doing all that and taking care of a house it is with RP on top of it, like oh, minus yeah. the fact that like it, it's gotta be hard just being a, a stay home parent as it is. Now you're putting that on top of it it's like i, I I'm, I'm trying to you know pay bills and you're trying to you know do do everything you're trying to run you know we're, we're men and we we tend to like to you know feel like men i don't think there's you know anything wrong with, with yeah. being able to say hey you know what i want to be the one that's mowing the lawn i want to be the sure, one that's sure. shoveling the snow i want to be the one that's taking care of the house you know and yeah. but are you know taking care of the kid also we, we do all that stuff but it, we we try to do the best to make it look as normal as we can, but it's not. <laughs>
1: oh no, no, that's you. Uh, you you touched on it um, when you're talking about how you hate sweeping and you'd rather vacuum. <laughs> yeah, that I just is get the it. story of my life. <laughs> that is, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, we need carpet in the house. I'm tired of these hard hard you know okay. composite floors and blah blah blah. She's like, but I like them. And I'm like, no, 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 the vacuum doesn't work good on them. I need carpet. <laughs> I need carpet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like. I know because you're going in and sweep. Or I tell people like, you know, you could, you know, how the best way I could probably explain to somebody sometimes about how my vision works. Sometimes I'm like, just dump some Cheerios out on a counter. I'll go clean them, and I'll walk away. When I think, when I think I got all the Cheerios, I'm gonna walk away. You tell me how many Cheerios are probably still on that counter.
2: Oh yeah, that were probably uh...
0: literally in front of me, like literally probably. How did I miss them? But then you, that's what you have to do. You have to go back, look, and be like, oh, my God, there's 25, 30 more cheiros I just missed.
1: There was this stuff we used in the, in the shop. Um, this is floor sweep stuff. And it's like like wood with a little bit of oil in it, like sawdust, a little bit of oil in it kind of deal. Like a speedy dry? Uh, great.
0: Or, or like it, speedy it. dry? Like something is it to soak up spills?
1: No, uh, it's kind of the same, same deal, but it, what it is is the oil captures dust in the ground. It makes the ground, like, super shiny, and the stuff smells great, oh, too. Um, but I'm probably just a car guy and I like the smell of oil. Yeah, um, I'm with you. So.
2: <laughs> but the great part about it
1: is you, you sprinkle it on the floor, and you sprinkle this line, and it's, you know, you're sweeping a white floor with this red stuff, so you've got this nice high contrast, yeah. and then as you sweep your line, yeah. you just keep the line going, and it, like there's something about my OCD that just brought me great joy sweeping this red dust every time we did it. Cause it was like, oh, this is what it must be like sweeping for normal people. Or yeah, you can actually see, see it exactly
0: doing. where See, I have to put the, yeah, you have to put the us. We have to put the pile exactly where we know that pile is when we sweep in that yep. floor. You know, it's like, okay, this is yeah. where no, you, this square on the floor is where I put the dust. Yeah. This is the, this, in your head,
1: you, in your head, you grid out the floor and you <laughs> you know, you do your one grid and you move <laughs> forward. And yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like, that's, I mean, I snowballed for the first time and I'm like, wow, this is tough like even if you can't it's not like oh just follow this line and be like uh it's not that easy i I just go back over again because i'm like i don't know if i got everything because then i'm looking i'm looking back and i'm going oh my god i missed so much
1: oh yeah
0: (laughs) i thought i got everything it's like no it's yeah people it's it's so it's it's such a difficult world but i don't know if you listen to like i know i you know i got one coming out actually uh i should have came out actually it came out already it's right came out monday sorry came out today um and the woman on there mentions there's an app, I guess, where you can actually, you know, show people, like, roughly, basically, it shows people, like, what you see, but, you know, basically where you are. I guess it could, like, you know, you can put in what, you know, what your vision is or where, how far progressed, right, and it, and it gives, like, an actual, like, view, I guess, using your camera yeah, sure. of what you see or something like that. I think I got to download it. I got to check it out. But, yeah, she mentions it on uh, the one today. She, that was, she was really helpful. So I thought that was really cool because I'm like, oh, my God, I've never... Like that'd be great if I could just show somebody.
1: Like and this is yeah, like actually, roughly what I see. <laughs> I'm into game development and stuff like that, programming and all that. And that's one of the things, one of the projects I would love to do is make a, a VR, you know, thing where you put it on and, and it gives you like, cycle through what different things look like to really explain to people. The best way I've I've actually found to explain to people because you know how many times have you said something about you know I'm blind or whatever I can't see and people go oh, you should go get glasses and like right thank you yeah. I've struggled my whole life with this because wow, I didn't you've just glasses, you've just solved me you solved everything. yeah i'm so, uh, i'm so glad you finally brought this wisdom to my life um <laughs> so the best way i describe it to people is like it's the difference between watching a blu-ray and a dvd everything's in focus the focus isn't the problem it's just there isn't detail there or a dvd and a vhs yeah, yes, however you yeah. want to you know describe it. it's like no it's there i can see it it's not blurry it's just there isn't detail there
0: or i describe it as in video game world as rendering like sometimes
1: you, yeah, know, the old v- you know the old video
0: games were like it wouldn't they could render so fast so if you're walking through a world all of a sudden yeah. it's like oh there's a tree there
1: like, yeah, yeah your draw distance wasn't quite right you're so. like wait whoa, whoa, whoa. It, wh- where was this
0: like this wasn't here. i just yeah. looked down that wasn't there and i asked yeah. that's how i always told my friends i'm like this is like it's like a video game like sometimes you know the i just can't refresh fast enough you know so yeah see, we, we, that's why i walk into things because it's like oh that there's a that's a pole
2: yeah see yeah. that's what see so, that's where yeah, the I, cane
0: is good Because it can have saved my life a few times just because, you know, I don't I don't have training for it. But, yeah, the fact that sometimes it's hit something just right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know
1: that was there. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. uh, I kind of want to get one just for Mexico, as weird as that sounds. Um, If you've ever been to to Baja in Mexico, um, you think pedestrian traffic here is chaos. (laughs) You you come down to Mexico with me. Um, The curbs there are you know anywhere from two inches to 16 inches tall. Ugh all the all the you know how they like grind uh what do you call it sidewalks where the joints meet if the joints like lift you know they'll grind them to make them smooth okay you know they don't do that there so they'll just be a random four inch lip in the middle of the sidewalk that you won't see i mean code isn't a thing down there that is you know accessibility options all that like none of that is a thing down there wow um and it's it's a trip walking around it's the whole time we walk anywhere i got you know my one buddy you know shout out to you justin um he he is my lifesaver anytime we go anywhere because he strangely makes it normal and we make it a joke as opposed to being weird and calling out things. But, you know, we'll walk somewhere and he'll, you know, the step buddy, big step, watch out. <laughs> and we, you know, we make it all a joke and blind guy walking in the dark and in Mexico and all this fun stuff. Um, Which makes us feel normal. Yeah, no, and that's We're one that's of the guys. Of the thing, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's part of the whole joke, right? I got uh, one of one of my other really good buddies, Keith. Um, he does jujitsu with a guy who's blind. Um, so he's actually learned a lot of cool stuff from him. As he he jokingly tells me that I need to learn how to walk like a blind guy because I do it wrong. Because um, <laughs> we'll walk around places and I'll you know hold onto his shoulder or whatever, and he'll he'll be like, "Yeah, you need to step. No, you need to step when I tell you to step. That's how this works, kind of deal." And um, so it's super fun. Give each other a lot of crap.
0: No, totally. I always loved that. I was always, I, I was the blind guy. That's what my friends always yeah. called me. Um, no, at night. Because for the longest time, I was just blind really at night. And I was like, yeah. So every time there was a party, blind at night. And uh, yep. apparently, like, I don't know what happened, but I'd be really good at beer pong at night.
1: Oh, I don't know oh, what happened. My yeah. friends are like, are you
0: sure you're blind? Because, like, you're schooling yeah. us. I'm like, it's just.
1: A- no, no, it, it's memorization. It's, yeah. it's muscle memory. I had the same experience with beer pong,
2: actually. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Like I'm a center school. And they're like, "How are you doing this?" I'm like, "Once I know where yeah. the cup is, yeah, we're good. That's it. I just feel it out once. Once yeah. I get, I know that now. I know how hard to throw it. I know, if, 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 yeah, it's, yep. I don't know. I got a sight in.
1: Works. I got a sight in my arm a little bit, and then we'll be good.
0: Yeah, that's all I need to know. Like if there's just if I have just enough light where I know where the least could vaguely see the cups, Like we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might take me a few shots where like I might overshoot one or whatever, but like once I'm ranged in, like I'm, I yeah, I can still do this. And I love that more though, in a way, because it's like, you know, it's almost like you're showing off. You're like, yeah, look at, I'm visually impaired, I'm still schooling you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How many?
1: Yeah, how many times I busted out
0: that you got beat by a blind guy? Or I say both ways. You can go both ways. It goes, all right. Well, if I win, you just got beat by a blind guy. Now, if you, if you beat me, oh good, oh wow, good for you. You beat, yeah, bit You beat a blind guy. Real bit, real big, real proud of yourself. Yeah, pat yourself on the back there. totally love it No,
1: so i gotta have some some fun with it See, it sounds
0: like your friends are a lot like my friends that's good oh yeah
1: no a bunch of a-holes
0: and great people totally so if you can get your vision back what would you think is like literally like let's say your vision gets back right now and you're walking out the door what are you
2: doing it's like the first thing uh er everyone says driving right of course Um, that's like because that's the one thing we lose out on yeah for me,
1: that's on a different level, right? That's that's my whole life has revolved around driving in cars and doing stupid things. Um, but the wife and I always talk about it. Honestly, the first thing we do is we probably go both go to a haunted dealership, pick up a couple of dual sports, and be gone. There you go. Um, get back on bikes and just be gone. I
0: always thought it'd be fun to go to a haunted house and finally enjoy that. Cause like, oh no! I went to a haunted no. house once, and I'm like, I really understand you guys are trying to scare me, but I see nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, so this I, is easy i'm sure it's because of the rp as a kid and all that but i have a total phobia of the dark i am like full on like it, it's not fun no okay see I, see me it's always obvious. Yeah. It was more like i i I believe ghosts probably do exist but you know what
0: i feel bad for him because i wouldn't be scared because i'd literally be like i can't see you right i don't know what you're doing i'm sure you're doing <laughs> something really terrifying but yeah, good job, guy. Good job, you know. Like, um, I, I mean, literally, I remember I went to Salem, Connecticut. I went to Salem, and like, yeah, they my my girlfriend at the time walked me through a haunted house, and I'm like, I this I I'm literally just like putting my hand on her shoulder, whatever, you know, and just you know, just walking yeah. through. Let me just, you guys get scared. Um, I'm, I'm just yeah, here. We did the
1: <laughs> we went to Disneyland um, during the the Christmas uh, not Christmas Halloween time stuff. Um, and long story short. Two-year-old didn't want to go on Haunted Mansion. Uh so my wife's friend and I wanted to go. And I was like, cool, that you know, that's fine, Katie. But remember, it's gonna be dark in there, and uh, you're gonna lose me. Please do not lose me in there because I don't know which way I'm going. Um, and you know, sure enough, as soon as you get in the elevator thing that drops and it yep. gets dark, though the world went black, and I'm holding on to Katie's backpack and she's moving, and I'm like, Why are you moving? She's like, the door's open, we're supposed to be walking now. <laughs> oh. And then I sat on the ride, and the entire ride was just one black really slow moving thing and then you get to the ballroom and I saw like one chandelier light up and then the rest of it was black like, <laughs> yeah I guess there was a bunch of cool stuff in there I don't know uh,
0: I think I, want, I wanted to go I was at the it's just, I don't know if it's a haunted image if it was like I know the one that you know the thing that drops the elevator thing that drops you know you yeah know the tower or whatever the scare tower, whatever but I remember my my, my wife is like no I'm not doing that but I'm like well I need yeah. somebody to like I can't even though I mean it was dark I'm just like, gonna be dark on this ride I'm gonna need somebody to yeah. walk and she's like literally goes up to some stranger and it's like excuse me can you my husband's a little like visually impaired at night can you it's dark in here can you help like get him on the ride and stuff because I'm not going on it and she, she was cool totally awesome lady she, yeah no and
1: that's that's like I'm glad you touched on that because that's one of the things I, I try to explain to people that like people are really cool when you're honest about it actually like that's one of the biggest surprises I've learned about this whole thing and my wife gives me a hard time because I just I'm one of those people that just meets random people everywhere we go and you know I just talk to people I like talking to people I think people are interesting um so anytime we go anywhere she's like I don't understand how you meet all these weird crazy people (laughs) but you do and somehow they're attracted to you and they talk to you and I'm like man you just talk to people like people are really cool like how many times I've just been like no man I'm blind can you help me with this oh yeah no problem, dude. Like the The train situation was one of that, like getting on and off the train. Oh yeah, nowhere to go and rides. stuff. Uh, well, just the the steps.
2: Yeah, right. Because
1: um, okay. I tried, I tried getting off, and I actually stepped between the train and the the station. Would be the just gap, the hole there, and it like I I almost cried. It scared the crap. Out yeah, of
0: that's me. no, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that's, that was
1: almost a bad
2: day. Yeah, That's
0: a bad day. No, um, but yeah, no people are just super cool about it. Yeah, as well. I think you know, like I know New York Yorkers tend to get a, a bad rep, but. I go every time I've gone to Grand Central and like if I don't have anybody with me, like, I, I literally go up to like the, the information booth and I, I'll just go, you know, excuse me. You know, I'm visually impaired. I just need someone to help me get, you know, get to my train and make sure yeah. I find the right train and stuff. And they're like, yeah, yeah, one second, let me just We'll get you somebody. And then like they I've 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 never had an issue. I don't know. Like I. Yeah, yeah totally.
1: No, there's the whole uh, there, there's a guy on YouTube um that I can't. I wish I remember his name right now. Um, and he talks about, he's fully blind. He talks about going out to bars and stuff like that. And like, how do you not get ripped off, uh, you know, spending uh, money in, your wallet? Right. in America, our money is all the same size. Um, so if you're blind, you have no idea what the bills are. Um, and I found that like, cause I've made that mistake where I hand someone a 20 to pay for a soda at a bar kind of deal. And they're just like, you realize you gave me a 20, right? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm being honest. Did they
0: have, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being balanced about that. though. That's cool. That's cool. I, I will say, if you bring a cane though, it changes your world. Like I said before, I didn't know oh, if my past. Yeah, it, it does. Like going to a bar and I'm like, and like they care. Like they, like you said, people are just really nice. Like once they know what's going on, you know, because we all don't know. Everyone has their own struggles yeah. and they don't know. When you look at us, we look normal. So.
1: Yeah. To- no, totally. And that's, that's trying to explain that to people. It's like, because I you know like in your experience with the bar, you know I've, I've had friends get really defensive and I've had to like stop and be like, no, no, no you, dude, it, it's fine. like they just don't know. they just need to be told like if they get told and they're still being that way,
0: that's' story that's, yeah.
1: that's a totally different situation. Um, <laughs> and that's that's why I always try to like super give people the benefit of the doubt and you know I, I've had people where they've they've said some kind of nasty a couple times in a row where I've had to be like, look, you're not getting it. Um, but you know, I've never had someone that didn't really come around.
0: Oh yeah. Like you we know, I sure, like you've probably knocked into somebody or, you know, when you're walking and it's like, Oh,
1: sorry. You know, you know, vision impaired. Yeah.
0: some people, yeah. Some people, Oh, okay. You know, no big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, my friends are cool. Yeah. Some of this, like, one time I think I did walk into somebody and I didn't realize it. I it was like, this crowded bar. And my friend's like, that was one of my, one of my moments is like, my friend actually said, I didn't realize how bad your vision was until you like really did that. And then, but he, but he went around and he actually talked to the girl for me. Yeah, I guess he was yeah. like, "Oh no, no, my friends. You know, he wasn't rude. He was just my friends socially impaired and he didn't see you probably." And she was cool about it. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. We, uh, me, and my friends like going to you know punk and metal shows and getting in the pit and stuff like that. And I always have the anxiety of like we get in the crowd and I, I'm the guy that's getting mixed up in the pit and pushing people and having a good time, even though I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, but I lose, uh, you know, I lose my friends in the crowd and I always just you know stand there with my hand up like, "Where'd you go? Somebody, come find me." <laughs>
0: It's like come on, oh jeez, I can't imagine that. At least, at least in that like situation, you're knocking into people. Like it's like it's meant to happen, so you're it's like it's okay. Yeah. It's like this is great. I can knock into people and like yeah, they're not really gonna get mad at me because that's what yeah. we're supposed to be doing.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so here's my uh, finishing question. Uh, kind of actually, I recently added because I was thinking about it. Um, I think a few days ago. Uh, when you dream, do you dream that when you're dreaming? Are you visually impaired in your dreams? Or are you fully sighted? I've never thought about that. It happened to me recently. I only asked it because recently, I've actually finally been having dreams where I am actually visually impaired. Also in the dream, like I'm driving, but I'm aware that I'm visually impaired. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be driving, like, or walking around and being like, I see the same way I'm seeing in real life, which is disappointing because I find dreams are like that escape, you know. That dreams are like that chance to be like, I can. I could be me again in a way. In a dream, you're whatever you want to be.
1: And it's awesome. You got your sight back. Everything is good. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'd say I've never had a dream where I woke up and was like, oh, that, that sucks. I was blind. In that yeah. yeah that, or wow, something wow, like that." You so- know <laughs> what I mean? Because um, most of my dreams honestly revolve around like I'm, I'm a fixer. I'm a fixer and a builder. Like I like creating things and fixing things. And most of my dreams are like we're all doing something and something breaks and I have to fix it. And then we fix it and we keep doing a thing. Um, and in, in that dream, I don't have the visual impairment or it's not aware to me, but in real life, I feel like it's the same way as well. Okay. Like in that, in that moment, I'm not worried about my visual impairment. I'm worried about helping someone, fixing something, making something, whatever it is. Oh no. Yeah. Right. After, after the fact, you know, is when I'm like, you know, that would have been really nice if I could have read that tape
2: measure.
0: (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah. I mean, like if I'm working on a car, I'm not really always. I mean, it's there, obviously, and they, it's always there. And it's like, you know, I bumped my head into this car because I couldn't see the car. Right. Oh, is that close to me? I'm laying underneath and I'm like, there was this part of the car right in front of me and I didn't realize. And yeah, so those those moments happen. But for the most part, yeah, I'm always just, I'm just wrenching on a car. I'm, I'm doing what I would yeah. always normally do. <laughs> but, you know, I, was, I just thought about that a while ago. I was like, I'm kind of curious if other people have experienced it because for the longest time I have not. I mean, ever since I've been diagnosed at 14, I've never, I, most of the time I always have dreams. It's always, I'm always just normal me, or at least it's, like I said, it's not mentioned in the dream or any of that stuff. Right. And then, yeah, but then like today, the past year, I've, I've started to have dreams now. I don't know if it's, if it's because I'm dwelling on it more during, you know, in, in reality, I'm dwelling yeah, on it I mean. and that's why it's crossing over into that world. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've I've read a lot of interesting research that that says dreams are something to the effect of a survival mechanism that's, like, preparing us for a situation we think we might, you know, come into. They think that's why a lot of little kids dream of, like, wolves attacking them, you know, crazy stuff like that. Um, I mean, which would make sense in our dreams uh, if we started dreaming visually impaired.
0: No, right. Like, it's, like, it's getting us ready for that next you know whatever right. it's like it's, yeah that's true it makes sense but yeah, no, i don't know i so i had to ask somebody else because i was always curious if like yeah you know, yeah, yeah not, like you said how often do we get to be talking to people you know with yeah. our condition and be like hey how do you dream yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you see in your dreams <laughs> yeah so otherwise everyone would be like, everyone, other people would be like um i dream normal
1: yeah right <laughs> i dream about crazy things I and just, then they happen and they happen and, and, yeah
0: yeah, yeah. This this girl I wanted to ask out in school, and, uh, and right. that's I'm right about now, <laughs> it's like, okay. And then
1: the the floor opened up and lava happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I went to ask her out, and then like she burst into flames. You know, right. Know. I'm sure it seemed all normal to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's so it's that's pretty wild. But I hope I hope to find other people like it'd be kind of cool to have, like be like oh my god yeah I recently that's happened to me too or 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 maybe there's other people out there that always dream that way. Like that they never actually are fully sighted in their dreams. Maybe they are also, you know, it probably would depend on the condition, how bad their condition was. Right. You know, early on, you know,
1: because the dreams are, you know, for sure a reflection on our perception of reality. And if your reality is you never saw fully sighted, quote unquote, you know, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. That affects that. Yeah. I, I sometimes wonder if the brain could all like
0: in your dream, could it correct that? Like if you were, it's like, I always do blind people dream. If you were born right. if you were born blind, do and you know, does a blind person dream? Because what what do they have to go on? What's the brain have to go right. on? Because they've never seen any of the objects or anything. Or
1: I guess the, the more appropriate question is is how do they dream? Not,
0: you know, is yeah. dream all audio? Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, how what what is it? I'd be I that's another I mean, I am always curious. I know there are people with RP that have actually have uh gone blind so i mean i hope to Mm. some point reach out to have you know them on the show i'd be curious i really am it's like where, what, what are your dreams like you know now that it's like you know i always i always want i want to learn how to lucid dream because i figure if i can lucid dream it's almost like i could be all good for that moment and be aware and be all good you know and have some fun in my dream world and things do things i can't normally do in real life
1: sure sure no it's the you know on that subject the when the 4k tvs like really first started coming out and you saw them at costco and all that and they always had the like demo reel of you know the the, the frog with the dew drops on it and all that you know the really pretty nature shots and all that yeah. um i remember for sure going to the tv and like seeing that and standing real close to it where i could just like see all the little black dots in the green frog and all the dew drops and everything and like my wife standing next to me and she's just like what i'm like is this do you guys normally see this? Like if the frog was in your hand, you could see all this detail. And she's like, yeah, no, that's, that's what like the rest of us see kind of deal. Like, <laughs> wow, how much, how much of the world do I not experience? Yeah, Dude, what are you how missing? How am I missing right, out on?
0: Right. Cause it's all like, we just live our lives and but, we think that what we're seeing is all normal.
1: Oh yeah, no, reality is totally a, a case of perception and where are you in it? Yep. I
0: mean, I remember the first time I saw an TV. my friend had one he showed me like same thing like it was some kind of nature shot or some kind of shot of like mm-hmm. Egypt and like maybe pyramids and stuff and I'm like this is like yeah oh my god like this is like looks like real life like beyond real life and I was yeah. like what is this yeah oh yeah and I got a 4k tv back like in um 2015 and I was like this is like yeah like oh my god is this how we see? yeah is this is this is what I'm supposed to see yeah is this is how life is this is amazing yeah this is this is interesting yeah I mean,
1: this is what you guys no wonder this is what you guys look at yeah. no wonder you guys are so distracted all the time
0: and once again like i feel like i said i still feel fortunate because like my vision in the past like say four or five years has always been still and it's been 2025 like i've always been so that I've, i can enjoy some of that like i do you know like so that it makes me appreciate things talking to more and more people it makes me appreciate more and more those little things oh yeah you know
1: Oh no, no, for sure. That's yeah. I, I I still get to do many fun things, and you know, the wife and I have very, like I said, very frank and blunt conversations of like, what's our future plan? Because when I go fully blind, there's probably going to be a few more things we got to cut out, or you know, this or that, and we've really come to the realization that no, we'll find a way to pretty much do all of it. Yeah. And plus, it's also I find
0: it. I don't know if you find it the way I find it, but I find it's like you can't really. It's tough to plan for a future.
1: It, it really is because it's you can uh, have the same when, vision you have now. Yeah, the way mine's been progressing, uh, my mom and I have kind of tracked it, is it seems like every seven or so years, my vision does like a step or it does like in two months span. It takes a hard step down and then it's just fine for like six, seven years and it takes another step. Um, seems about right. And it seems to me that's just enough time for me to figure out how to live life. Yeah. I just got and, yeah, I just got this. down. Yeah well that's why
0: i say it's um, dif- it's it's difficult for people like us because our vision so it's almost every day sometimes too that your vision time yeah. you're having to readjust to this whereas yeah. if you were born blind or you lost your whatever like you you get the training and now you're you're good like you've nothing's good nothing else is really going to change in terms of what you're seeing like so now you yeah. can you can get better and better and better us it's like we just got this down now the yeah. next day it happens
1: oh no Yep. No, and that's the, this most recent step that's happened. It seems like this step isn't doing it like a, a step and then stabilize. It's just back doing out. like this gradual step down and it kind of just keeps going down. So we, we're all just kind of like waiting. Like, does this, does this stop soon? Where's the floor on this? Come on. Right. Yeah, like, it, yeah, we're going to make it uh, back up. Do you have good, but do you have also like what I call good RP days, though? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit the nail on the head in that other podcast when you're talking about good days and bad days, like how many times it just... Like when I was going to work and telling guys, like D- guys, today it's just I'm, I'm having a bad eye day, man. <laughs> just having a bad yeah, eye day. Yeah, you know, you can do about it? That's, yeah, it's it is what it is. Then
0: there's days where you're like you're spotting things that the guys who have normal vision oh, are yeah. spot, or not yeah, spotting. Yeah, you're, like, finding, you're like how are you yeah, spotting yeah, that?
1: <laughs> I'm finding I'm finding screws on the ground, and I'm like, did my vision get better all of a sudden? Yeah, what yeah, yeah,
0: you get yeah. Then you that's what happened. Then you get that falseness, like that false hope yep. in a because you're like, maybe maybe I'm fine. Yeah. Hey, maybe the genes just, just all of a
1: sudden flipped the other way, and
0: yeah, like maybe we're we're on an upswing now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My vision's restoring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's like then the next day it happens. And you're like, oh no, that was, nope. That was, just that was, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, what is it uh, what's it that movie um, Robin Hood Men in Tights? Oh yeah. What are you doing up there? I'm guessing. I'm guessing no one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh, and i think you know what i find like things like that are more funnier for people like us though like oh like, yeah no totally. i mean everybody else can laugh at that joke and i get that but like to me like it's even funnier when you're you're actually oh, yeah. going through it it's like and you have to laugh you have to
1: absolutely no i i, you cannot I give people I've, I've got a sick and twisted sense of humor and you know one of the things i find funniest that's probably not that funny at all <laughs> is when i catch someone that is being like awkward about it and they feel like they just said something out of line um for instance we, we were driving down the road and my wife's boss called her uh and we were going to like a conference thing that was up in um uh, yellowstone i believe uh, one of the national parks and i was going along then i gotta wait in the hotel room while she does her conference thing and then we'll go do other stuff and her boss was like, "Oh, that's cool though. You can hang out in the hotel room and you know check out all the beautiful views." And the way she said it, said it, she just like stuttered right when she said "beautiful views." Really? You're gonna tell a blind guy yeah. to go enjoy all the beautiful views? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh no, it's hilarious. <laughs> or when you go, you go to the optometrist and you don't tell them you have RP. Oh, just like, told I, it. Find I, it. I
0: never, I, you know, I never thought about doing that. I should do that. That would be funny.
1: Bye. <laughs> My wife gets so mad at me every time I do that because I just won't say anything and make them break the news to me every time. Like what? what do you mean like you may have a condition? Oh, really? Like what? And the, normally that's when my wife jumps in. She, he knows he has RP. <laughs> that's a good uh, idea, man. Well,
0: I should have. Oh uh, man, I wish I can go to. one. I wish like I'll have to go to a different eye doctor who doesn't know me.
2: <laughs> wife gets so like mad what? at me every time. What
0: do, you, what do you mean I have something?
1: Just give me a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this whole my whole life has changed now. Like, if if I can't have a little bit of fun with it, then what are do we doing? You
0: like, no. Does it mean I'm going to have to stop being a a, a a NASA pilot? What am I gonna? Yeah. I...
1: So my pilot days are
0: over. Wait, are pilots. you? Tell, wait, is this what you're telling me? Is yeah. this how you're dropping this bombshell on me? <laughs> yeah. That I can't? I can no longer like fly 747s. Like what? What? what, what? that's awesome. <laughs> totally. Oh, it's super super fun. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> you have now inspired me. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and to two optometrist credit, I have yet to have one that didn't catch it. So I will give them that. <laughs> okay.
0: Good job. Good job. You did it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because hey. I'm always waiting for the day where they don't say anything and I go, We gotta leave. We we can't be in yeah, this, this optometrist. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this isn't a good place. <laughs> We can't be they should
0: have <laughs> I mean, I understand that they're not like you know specialists in this, but like uh, they probably should have noticed. Like I have something wrong.
1: Yeah, they. Uh, they know They, they the know
0: art. Most. Room. I mean, most just know what RP looks like in the eye.
1: Right. Right. No. And. Uh... I mean, the back of my retina, if you just, I mean, if you just took a picture of it and showed it to a random person and be like, oh yeah, this is this person's retina, they'd, they'd look at it and be like, something's not right there. Does that person have cancer in their retina? That's what looks like, it looks like. It looks like
0: snowflakes, black snowflakes. If it, if, right. If, that's the way I looked at it. Like when someone, they, they just showed me again, I'm like, oh, it looks like a bunch of scattered black snowflakes going around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it, it's one of those, like, if you look at the back of the retina and you don't see it and you're in the eye field. I, I feel, yeah, I feel like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I don't feel like, yeah, I should be here anymore.
1: <laughs> but it, it it normally does lead to it being a cool experience because normally that's like they've only ever seen RP in textbooks. Oh yeah, again. they love that. Yeah, like, never. So dude, they're like, oh my god, can I take pictures? Can yeah. I show people. Like, yeah, no, come in, bring people in. I don't care. I
0: I, I go back and forth on that because there's times where I'm like, I don't like feeling like a piece of meat, but then like it seems mm. like you're saying too. Also like this is, they probably like my eye doctor who's who's seen me when, uh eight so years ago. I just went to see him recently, and um, and he even said to me, he's like. I've seen maybe like six cases, mm. including you, you know, come in. So I'm like, yeah, oh, that's right. I'm like, so it's like, we're not really, it's not really common that they get to see yeah. this and it's kind of cool for them because that's not what they do, but they did go to school and they did learn, you know, they did learn yeah. that, you know, that stuff. And, but they may not be specialists in it, but they do. It's cool to see for them in person. Like, they like, oh, they, for sure. you know, so it's like, I have to look at it sometimes like that. Like you were saying, like,
1: I need to just kind of, yeah, go ahead yeah yeah no i mean like i said like i'm I'm one of those people like i want to fix everything and i I don't believe in a no-win scenario right um and i'm not going to fix rp i'm I'm not i'm not that good but (laughs) if i can help somebody spot it in someone else early or or, or just help explain to people the like personal side of the disease or or, you know whatever right right um you know that's part of coming on here on this podcast and talking about is like if i can if i can help one person talk about the the tricks that i do you know the, the the jordy headset as i call it like stuff like that oh they'll get joy yeah someone's out.
0: gonna hear this and be like even if that's that one person might be like oh my god yeah. he has the same uh he had that same thing happen to him you know and and, yeah. and it get, makes them feel better to know that that's happened right that they aren't the only one that that's happened to or yeah like i said yeah a trick that you know what we all were not thinking of when we yeah. go out or whatever and you're like oh that's a, that's a great idea wasn't even thinking yeah. about that like so that's that's exactly why I thought it to start this because I want there's all that information out there. And yeah, we do post a lot of stuff on, you know, Facebook and and, and stuff like that and our, our on those groups and stuff like that. But sometimes like actually hearing people talk about yeah. it, I think is better.
1: It, it's it feels real, right? It's the same reason I tell people all the time. If, if somebody either promises me something or tells me they're going to be somewhere or whatever, and they tell it to me through text message or email or whatever. I like I don't I don't ever believe it when I hear it from <laughs> your voice. It's hard for you to lie in your voice, right? Like I can tell if you're lying. In oh your right, voice.
0: yeah. And there's but there's a tone too. Like I said, like you can't you can't put like tone in te- like like it's like trying to yeah. joke around. You can't really joke around really well. Like, someone might take you seriously on Facebook, and you're like, no, 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 I'm just Absolutely. trying to joke. Like, uh, yeah. but they don't get like you know you put three dots after it, and it was just meant to be like kind of a joke. You know, like you, know, like, yeah. you put that laughing thing, that, like you know, you, whatever. It's like you just tone is so hard to get. You know, in Facebook, yeah. especially if like there's people in the RP groups that are also that are blind. You know, so you now you have to you got to make sure you remember to describe what you're saying. If you post a picture, it's tough to remember that you have to put, you know, the description and of sure. it. So I think it's just easier just to talk. And, and I know the funny thing is I don't like talking <laughs> Like on the phone. Yeah. Like I don't like talking on the phone. I'm very big a texter. Like I prefer
2: uh, because
0: I don't want to be trapped on the phone. I feel like once you get going and someone like you're like, yeah. if it's like something I can really just. You know, saying to somebody within like a couple lines on a text, I would prefer that over then. Oh, let me call them and tell them. It's like because then you're like, okay, right. now they're talking to me, and now I got be, now I'm stuck on the phone for thirty some odd minutes. And yeah, but then there's times. Yes, yeah, so I can say that. Yeah, you know, this is something I don't want to text.
1: <laughs> right, I don't want a permanent record of this. I could probably
0: um. <laughs> get yeah, I could probably get this out in a two minute conversation yeah. versus me trying to type all this out. So yeah, like. Yeah. You know, that so yeah you know, or you do speak you know to text of course sometimes that doesn't even come out good so
1: yeah I, uh, it's funny because my friends can tell tell you when i'm using the talk to text feature versus typing because the talk to text comes out making way more sense than me trying to type on a phone um <laughs> like, but no but you also, use it to say, oh, i got it yeah i'm also in the like if it's more than a, a sentence or two sentences you're getting a phone call from me sorry and i i am that person that will call you and be like yeah it's this this and this later bye click
0: well you that, like, see, that, see that's good see that That would be a phone call. I would welcome,
2: you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, Mike, be here. Going to the bar tonight. Hey, see you there. Bye. Yep, Yep. later. Later. Okay. Yeah. Not like, yeah, I'll be at the bar later. Hey, oh, yeah, that reminds me. Can you, and then you're you're like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I just want to, just just tell me where you're going to be. Just like, I'll talk to you I got things to do. Yeah, I'm going to see you later. Just tell me like when you're going to be there. And if you're going to, if you're going to be there. And that's really all I want to (laughs) know. Yeah. Like, ugh. So true, but there I mean, we yeah, That's a phone call I can go with. <laughs> I will answer your phone call. For sure. Now it will be like, if I see that, you know, call RD and so and so, like, no, no, no. I know, I know this person, yeah. And they're gonna keep me on the phone, and it's yeah. like, nope, not happening, not today.
1: Uh, that's my dad. I love him to death, but man, we give him a hard time because you you get talking to that guy, and that's that's it. <laughs> clear out your day. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, awesome.
0: well, been awesome, dude. Like, this is probably one of the uh, this is really uh doing well. This is one of the, one of the best ones so far. Like, uh, really cool. Awesome. Thank you very much. I think it helps because you were, yeah, you know, you're, you know, you're very easy to talk to. You gotta, you know, you've, you
1: know, uh, it was went really well.
2: Yeah. Awesome. I
1: actually, I have one question for you. Shoot. Uh, one thing that I've actually been struggling with a lot lately is I feel um, you might want to call it imposter syndrome, call, call it whatever you want, is it's very clunky to tell someone in public I'm visually impaired. And a lot of people kind of like they understand what it means, but it, they don't understand what it means. OK. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's always easier just to I'm be like I'm blind. Yeah. And I kind of feel like an a-hole when I say that. Because you're not in that group. Right. And I like not to put down that people are blind, like I don't want to be a part of that group or anything like that, but like, it's the best way to describe it. Like, how do you approach that situation? Well, it's interesting
0: you say that because my thing is I, you know, doing the whole running events and being a part of the group Achilles, my shirt says blind runner. Mm. And I hated the shirt when I got it. Mm. And I know, yes, there's there, if the, the New York Achilles does have actual visually impaired, once they say actually visually impaired, but I get okay. blind runner says as you're running says it sends a quicker message to people.
1: Yeah, in that instance, you want instant understanding, right? Yeah,
0: I, you don't want someone reading going visually impaired. What's uh, visually?
1: Yeah, what's... I need glasses too. Ha uh, ha ha.
0: Like... Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. okay, but yeah, that's like it's. I'm trying to think if like someone asks me how I mean I normally always say visually impaired, but it's like tough to like you said it is. For people that don't understand, sometimes it really is just easier just to say, uh, uh, "Like I'm not blind, but I'm almost there." <laughs> right. Or, and you it's know. like
1: I feel I, I cringe every time I say that Yeah, it. I, I don't to, like. Yeah, blind I, myself I, I like, don't like using the word this,
0: blind. Yeah, it's it's it's. But it,
1: I also find like when you know, I went to Home Depot, I'm uh, making a, a barn thing for my daughter for Christmas, right? And I wanted to buy red paint. Um, congratulations! Half the paints on the shelf look red or black to me. <laughs> uh, so it's like, you know, how do I, I'm visually impaired. My color perception isn't exactly correct. Could you, like, could you, that's all clunky and weird and awkward. If I'm just like, can you help me out? I'm blind. And they get it.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you, but then again, you have people who can be, you can be like, you know, I'm kind of blind. And then they go, yeah, me too. Yeah. My, yeah, I need glasses my, 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 yeah, my glasses kind of suck and I got to get better glasses. No, 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 no. Like that's. That's yeah. not the blind I was talking about. Like, yeah.
1: You're not getting
2: me. Yeah.
0: But at the same time, like you said, it's not really insulting that we're like, you know, saying, hey, you know, I'm blind. Like, we don't want to be part of the group. It's just like, you know, like, actually, I feel bad about saying it because these people are struggling more than me.
2: Right. I feel right. like I I'm taking, I'm, I'm trying to, I feel that. like
0: in a way I'm trying to join. Like, I'm not trying to join. Like, not that I wouldn't want to join your group, but
1: yeah.
0: I don't, I feel like I'm insulting your group Exactly. By saying, so, uh, exactly. I feel like,
1: there's this whole group of people that are like, no, you're not blind. I'm blind. blind. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that.
0: Right. That, like, that's as bad as when someone says to me, when I tell them my condition, and then they go, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have cancer. Like, I just told them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just told no, them I'm that I'm dying, die. and yeah. today's my last day to live. Yeah. And it's all over from here. And they're just like, oh, man, that's so, so awful. And you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. everyone gets my drinks for me. Like I pretty much sit down whenever I want, and then like just you know everyone just makes, you know make sure I'm comfortable. Right. Uh, you know I get picked up and driven anywhere I want to go. And, uh, No, life's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. It's like yeah. So no, no, I don't have to drive to work. I don't get stuck in traffic. You know. <laughs> like yeah, I don't have to deal with all of that. It's like I talked to um, and I think I mentioned before one of my friends who's uh you know she got paralyzed in a uh extreme mountain biking accident, and she shares oh, the okay. same feeling as I do. Like she. She she hates it when people say, like, you know, oh geez, I'm so sorry. Cause she's like, why? She's like, I can sit whenever I want.
2: She's yeah, like, when everyone I else sure has to stand.
0: <laughs> people carry me around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, this isn't uh, she's like, it's not really as bad as you know it's made out to be. It's only it's only bad if you make it out that way. It's like, ugh. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm
2: so sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not dying. <laughs> yeah yes things are yeah. yes i i've i've had people do that to me in really odd situations like i i guess i would understand it more if i was like you know over in the corner pouting to myself or something oh no You're yeah like, okay like, i get you come
0: across right but i've had
1: like i was dropping off a race car chassis at a powder coater you know granted my my dad's driving the truck for me and i'm like yeah i need to get my 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 car sandblasted so i can reprep the chassis blah blah, blah and all this and uh somehow it came up and i was like yeah no i have a, a genetic eye disease it's like making me slowly go blind basically um that's like the quick and dirty way oh I'm, I'm so sorry and i'm like bro i'm building a race car what do you mean
0: and I actually i'm here doing yeah i'm working i'm like obviously this is like life isn't too bad for me right now <laughs> like,
1: yeah i'm doing all right yeah it's
0: like it's like you said if you come over to someone and say yeah i'm going blind yeah. No. No. Okay. You're gonna get that pity there. Then, yeah. Then, sure. yeah. Sure. That makes sense. But if you're like you said, in just doing your job and just doing something like you're, know, oh yeah, I'm, oh I probably tripped on that because I didn't see him. I'm going blind, but it's okay. It's yeah. so, like, oh jeez, why, man? Sorry. Yeah. No. That's
1: no. okay. When when I stopped uh, working, that was there was a lot of that going on, and there was like, I mean, you know, even up to the vice president of our company came down and was like, I had no idea, and all this. I'm like, dude, that's that's fine. That's how I how I want it. Like that's yeah.
0: Perfect. Nobody knew my nobody knew so, my work I either. Don't. Yeah
1: yeah and i got I, that I from some people the, like oh, yeah, I, I don't this. need any of this yeah and it i had a lot of people that came to me in very um you know good hearts it all came from a good place of course it's and all you know, yeah won. like yeah you know, i'm yeah. yeah i'm so sorry blah blah all this stuff and it's like no no i get it i get it for all of you guys this is all of a sudden a reality like i have to leave because i'm going blind and all of a sudden it's hitting you guys like a ton of bricks I'll pray for you but i've been preparing this for my uh, whole life I got, yeah, like, yeah
0: i'll pray for you thoughts and prayers and, yeah. You know? yeah 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 I get that yeah uh, let
1: me, yeah let me tell you about the foundation fighting blindness how about you go do something with that
2: instead <laughs> make oh you, you feel
0: bad do you want to help oh well, yeah, yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> go to ffb yeah 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 here here yep. here I'll, get, I'll help you i can here go or you know what there's this organization there's this like it, you know if you really want to you know feel bad you know that's what my friend says he's a veteran and he always hates like when people like say thoughts and prayers to the veterans and he's like you know what you sure. want to help the veterans <laughs> Yeah. Go go how about you go, go volunteer team. to shelter yeah, housing, that's what they need. Yeah. How about you yeah. open your house up to some you know some of the veterans? You know, I like, do yeah. this. Like yeah. Yeah and he's the same way. He's like, Yep, yeah, I don't want I don't I don't you're this isn't helping me. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't helping any veteran. <laughs> he's like, Oh, wait, we we need this <laughs>
1: Go, get, go no, and that's, get food. That's a lot of where this, you know, back to the whole, like, I'm a fixer. Like, I feel like I got to be yeah, fixing yeah, things. Just, I'm not going to fix RP. But, but this whole the Ojo Snow Bueno racing thing, um, that's, you know, that's my way of I can, it may not help blind people specifically, um, but it's helping people with vision problems. And we can do a lot more good just getting people glasses down to Mexico because a lot of these people just won't ever have that kind of access. Yeah, so you're, you're giving there.
0: back. You're finding a way to give back. So that's, and that's, right. That's always good. Can't go wrong there. But I gotta go pick up my son shortly.
2: Absolutely.
0: So it was awesome, man. I hope you have a Absolutely. like a great rest of your day, dude. You too, man. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of Living Free with RP. See you next week.
2: Get up off the wall. I've never met a challenge of